This is Jets at Noon with Cameron Poitras and Jim Toth on 680 CJOB. The league has had great success in recent years and team values are incredibly high. So, you know, that's what Gary Bettman's job is to drive up franchise equity. He's done it. But I think, yeah, I think they want to send a little bit of a, you know, put up a little bit of a rocket here and say, uh, you've got a great team uh, and ticket sales do matter. And, it, you know, it's a, it's a good, it's a time to kind of, you know, maybe throw a little bit of a scare into the populace or into the fan base. Um, but I think in terms of actual, like, like, I don't think anybody wants to relocate the team. There's a bunch of reasons from the business point of view, from the, the, the league's business point of view, where they want to be out selling expansion teams to people for, you know, a billion dollars. That's, that's their goal. They want to put a team in Salt Lake City or Houston or places where they might be able to get full market value and they get to keep all the money. They don't want to relocate. So, no, it's not nothing. Like they do, you know, you do have to sell the tickets. But I, I don't think this, you know, I, I don't think right at this moment we're talking about an actual threat to relocate. That was Stephen Brunt, uh, sports writer, author, uh, earlier on during the show here on uh, on 680 CJOB on the start. Uh, Jim Toth, Cameron Poitras here. Um, yeah, he's actually the guy that broke the story back in, in, in 2011 uh, as well, talking about this ongoing story. It is a game day. The St. Louis Blues are in town at Canada Life Center. Pre-game show gets going at 5, puck drop uh, at 7. But this is the story that just doesn't go away there, Jim Toth, and it's going to continue, I think, until, well, for the foreseeable future, that's for sure. Yeah, and Stephen Brunt, great journalist, and um, always a pleasure to have him on. He had the insight there when uh, they were coming back and on so many other things in sports. I think he's bang on. Like, I, I don't, this team isn't moving. They they have to get to 13,000 season tickets. But to me, Gary Bettman's visit today, and we have Richard Cloutier with us today on the show to talk about it and, and knows at the forefront too, this is about corporate dollars to me more so than the Joe fan buying a ticket again. Well, this is about the agreement that was made with this community back in 2011. And that was to sell 13,000 season tickets and to have that place, Canada Life Centre as it's now known, filled every night. And the problem in 2011 was this fear of, of missing out. And everybody got in on the lottery for the 13,000. And we kind of forgot about that corporate community. Now, they got in on it through other ways, through advertising, through rink advertising, because in this city, there was advertising dollars that were sucked up by the Winnipeg Jets when they came back. And so the corporate community didn't get a pass on this, but they certainly were saying, well, where do we fit in in all this? And then, of course, like anything else, time marches on. The economy turns. Oh, by the way, we had a pandemic as well. And then when you're needed and you start knocking on the door, people are saying, well, you know, it's not that easy anymore, Mr. Chipman. And so that's what's happened in the last six months. When we talked about this just at the beginning of the season, we were saying it's a bit of a warning sign, but it's not really going to happen. And then, of course, last week, the article in The Athletic suddenly, oh, it it actually could happen. And when it's an outside organization telling us how to behave, we take it personally as Winnipeggers. We don't like somebody else telling us that it's going to be bad. So today is it's the it's the Batman show. Uh, where is he? What's being said? He's at Canada Life Center. He's meeting with ticket holders. He's meeting with the corporates. 
He's not meeting with the premier. I think the ask about government assistance might be at a different time. But he's meeting with these folks and saying, listen, um, and, and I'll be very interested this afternoon on 680 CJOB at 5 o'clock, what he has to say to the assembled media at Canada Life Centre, what he has to say there. Um, my sense is, is that we're all anticipating the commish to be kind of raising his finger and saying, I told you so, we need 13,000, but I don't think that's going to be the message. I think it's, we're willing to work with you very much like what Stephen Brunt said. We're not looking at moving this franchise because of all franchises, it's very stable. You've got stable ownership here in Winnipeg that wants to be here. But I think they're going to say, we need to work with that corporate community that was kind of missed out in 2011 to make sure that all the components are in place for this franchise to be able to spend to the cap limit because that's ultimately what's at stake here is a team that is kind of out there or a team that can be competitive like we are this year how big is true north's footprint in winnipeg right now i mean it's true north square portage place that uh has been extended until june 30th 2024 for the decision to be made there uh sutton place uh, which has you know been delayed following i mean that's going up uh the, the 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 hotel downtown that's going up at true north square um you know that that has been delayed but the jets was sort of the centerpiece to all that Rich. yeah there's different ownership groups involved in this the richardson yeah. family is also involved in this uh there are other partners involved in the sutton uh, enterprise. But um, the Chipman family is one of the first families of Winnipeg, very much like the Richardsons. It's a new generation. You know, they come from the, the car dealership business. And I know of no other passionate Winnipegger than Matt, Mark Chipman, who was here when they left, quietly built up this credibility with Gary Bettman did all the right things to get the franchise here. He's not going to screw this up. But, you know, I'll be interested to see when this is all done in the next 24 hours, whether or not they're trying to put the genie back in the bottle a little bit because there's been just this visceral response from people. Everybody's got something to say about it. But again, I think maybe what Bettman does this afternoon, talks about the dynamic, talks about what this community needs as far as commitment from those 10 largest corporations um, a lot of us are having those conversations about re-upping our season tickets. And then how does this work? At some point, we have to talk about whether there's a new deal with government uh, on VLTs for the Shark Club versus on our telephones here, because this is the VLTs of 2024, and that's betting platforms. I'll be very interested to see where this goes in the months and years to come. But right now, it's about getting corporate Winnipeg on board. I want to go back to what you said at the start, because I was here in 2011 too, and it was, and, and Mark Chipman said this, it was a mistake to not have more corporate sponsorship involved at the start. Uh, they're at 20%. The next NHL team, the lowest NHL team, is at 45% corporate ticket sales. That wouldn't have gone over in t- 2011. If you sat there and said, close to half this building will belong to corporations, ticket-wise, fans wouldn't, fans had a real, were a part of this. And I want to emphasize this again. Over the last few days since Friday, I know fans who have come back. I know fans who go, I'll buy more tickets. I'll do this. And that's great. 
But this needs to be sustainable so that that fan who's buying season tickets next year and coming back or, or doing it for the first time loses his job two years from now and then he's got to give up his tickets. That's not sustainable. To me, what Gary Bettman's doing here with Mark is talking about we need to get some corporate sponsorship that solidifies us to the point where as much passion as hockey fans have here in Manitoba and as much as you support us, we need that stability of 40 43% corporate ticket sales that we know we can rely on year in, year out. Blue collar has to meet white collar. Yes. In this. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be. That's exactly where it has to be. Thank you very much, Richard Cluche. We're going to have more on this uh, on the show. What's coming up? I know uh, Kelly Moore is going to be having Gary Bettman live on the airwaves at, at 680 CGOB during the second intermission of tonight's game, which, again, pregame show starts at 5, puck drop at 7. What's going on in the news later today? We'll have full coverage. We'll have some panels talking about what's going on right now. There is a, a luncheon at uh, Canada Life uh, Centre for some ticket holders. There's various... Uh, groups meeting this afternoon. I'll co-host from Canada Life Centre. Julie is here at 680 CJOB, and we'll have live coverage of the Bettman News Conference at 5 o'clock. Oh, and yes, gentlemen, there is a hockey game tonight. Yes. Which we it's have a tic- game tonight. It's a game day. Yeah, it's a game day. We got tickets <laughs> we to give away. We have tickets to give away. Uh, we're going to pull up. A- we're not talking about practice. <laughs> we're talking about a game. We got tickets to give away for the game tonight. Um, we'll use a Hal Anderson special. We'll play a little bit of Total Recall. Listen to the show. Total Something's recall. been I said. It. I don't know. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but we will We will bring it up, and then we will give you the cue to call and then ask you to answer the question uh, from something that was said Put your beer on down on right now so you remember what we're saying for Total Recall. Absolutely. Yeah, 204-780-6868. Well, we're going to find out. 204-780-6868. When you get that cue to call, of course, you can text us at uh, any time. Listen, uh, so we got that going on. Rick Bonus has some shocking comments about Cole Perfetti that I'm going to make sure we run that audio yeah. when we return right after 1230. Who's going to be in the net for the Winnipeg Jets uh, tonight? And uh, also today marks... Um, Something happened a little over a decade ago. It's one that one Jim Toth might call one of the greatest sports quotes and greatest sports moments. An iconic moment in humanity, if I may. We'll play that when we come back. Jets at noon on 680 CJOB. Strike to claim it. A strike to claim it. And he got it! You know, sometimes in life, you know, there's events that happen, you know, big historic moments that sort of transcend time. You remember how you were feeling. You remember what, where you were sitting, what you were doing, what clothes you were wearing. I think that quote from Pete Weber with one of the greatest strikes, if not the greatest strike ever bowled. You remember exactly where you were 12 years ago. Just a majestic beauty of a man. Hair slicked back. The equivalent of protective bowling goggles, blue blockers on. (laughs) An absolute five strike in a row to come from behind and win it. (laughs) And then absolutely loses his mind on how great he is. Now, there are good sports quotes that are prepared. Patrick Waugh, I can't hear anything Jeremy is saying because my two Stanley Cups are plugging my ears. But the unrehearsed, unbridled enthusiasm 
of a self-anointed quote about how great you are and what you just done or did is something I will never forget. Pete Weber to me, whom I had no clue who he was until 12 years ago today when he bowled five strikes in a row and then said, God damn right. <laughs> you know it. You, we'll play it again. I can't. It's just. We're going to play it one more time. One more time. I got to put my, uh, here we go. Who do you think you are? I am. You know what is the most impressive is just the laser focus. It's just I am the greatest person to walk the planet right now. So good for Pete. Every time I see it on this day for 12 years now, it's reminded me. And I stole it once when back when I was working mornings, I would get two Tim Hortons and I would have one and then warm one up two hours later. And on the first one, I rolled up the rim to win and won a free coffee. Two hours later, I rolled up the rim and won a free donut. And right there, I was Pete Weber. You're goddamn right. Who's in? Who net? do you think you are? I am coffee and donut. Who's in the net for the Winnipeg Jets? What did Rick Bonus say about the play of Cole Perfetti? What's going on there? We'll have that when we come back. Pete Weber should be in this video, by the way. Kickstart Pete Weber's heart. Jets at noon on 680-CJOB. Trying to keep him in the lineup. Right? Alex looks really good on that Monaghan yeah. line, the one game they played. Uh, Morgan's uh, Morgan's more comfortable over on the left side. We want Cole to get out there, and, and uh, he's, he's on the second power play unit. Then we're just doing everything we can to keep him in the lineup. Rick Bonus, when asked about Cole Perfetti, moved down to the fourth line, on right wing, that was his answer. Trying to keep him in the lineup. That's uh, that's surprising. Yeah. Well, I'm not surprised that I like if he was benched for a game, would you be surprised? I guess. Well, I was expecting him to be. But to go to, I'm scratch. trying to keep him in the lineup. That's that's a quote. That's uh, I'm literally trying to keep you in the lineup. But here's the other part of that quote that mm-hmm. I don't want to be lost. Alex looks really good on that right side. Go back to the Calgary game a week ago, pregame. We're not in the business of handing out ice time, quote unquote, i.e. it's February. Either you're rolling or you're not. We're going to do everything we can to help every player on this team help us win games. But if you're not rolling, we got other guys. Here's another thing that I think you need to take away from that quote. He said Morgan's more comfortable on the left side. They're prioritizing Morgan Barron over Cole Perfetti right now. Well, Morgan Barron, you know what you're going to get every night. That's right. So earn your ice time. And look, I know when I say it this way and earn your ice time, it sounds like Cole, they need him. They want to get him going. But right now, when you look at the last game and how Ayafalos played and Morgan Barron and what they're doing, I thought Barron was real good against Arizona. Well, not really. He was Morgan Barron against yeah, Arizona. He was, he was exactly what you and expect he, him to be. They didn't get a lot of ice time because Kapari was there and, and Perfetti didn't get a lot of ice time. They, because they, they needed a goal, too. And that's you saw them switch yeah. things around, too. They so were going after a goal. They were going to win the game. And when that happens, that that's what happens to the lineup. But, 
again, they're, I, I don't think they're down on Cole Perfetti, but they need to get him going. I think they've done a lot to try and get him going. And then, interesting enough, uh, Kelly Moore had that stat. Uh, Arizona was Cole Perfetti's 58th game. He's never played more than 57 in the National Hockey League. Now, yeah. he's played 80 games in junior, but that was three or four years ago. This is the longest into a season Cole Perfetti has played, and I think he's working his way through this. But um, And Rick Bonus wouldn't say that in the media if he didn't say it to Cole Perfetti. Well, we know that. I'm moving you to the right side. I'm trying to keep you in the lineup. I know you're struggling. These are the things we've worked on. These are the things we've talked about. These are the things we need to get going. Have yourself a game tonight, kid. Like, Well, and... Jim, this isn't anything that we don't know that Rick Bonus has over the last number of games in pregames two weeks ago was saying that he was meeting with Cole Perfetti. We yeah. talked to them. We know what they need to do exactly back to the point that you made and what you brought up around the business of handing out ice time. They need more from Perfetti. And the fact that he's trying to keep him in the lineup, he's still on the second unit power play. We're going to wait and see, but the Winnipeg Jets... They need to see more from him. This is crunch time. This might be his first real big NHL experience. I know he's on the final year of his ELC, and he's played 57 games, as as you've said, right? So it's it's starting. The games are getting harder. Here was the extension of that quote. When asked, is Cole doing everything he can during the availability after the morning skate? Perfe- uh, 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 Rick Bonus said, Yeah, he is. And we're working with him every day on the little things in his game that have to improve at this time of year because the pace is up, the intensity is up, the physicality is up, everything is up. We're just trying to work with him. Yeah, and, um, you know, to the text line here, we got people, would you take Lundell over Perfetti if you could do it all over again, looking at the draft? Like, no, no, we're not, we're not, we're not going I, I'm in. sorry. This is that constant conversation about Sean Couturier and, and Mark Shifley and, oh, you should have taken Couturier over Mark Shifley. The Winnipeg Jets are happy with who they selected. The Flyers are happy with who they selected. If I had to pick, I'd pick Mark Shifley because he's a more prolific goal scorer and he's a points producer. You know, Sean Couturier is a stay-at-home uh, defenseman, a guy that's in the Selkie conversation every year. They're both great players. But, like, I, I don't like that this, oh, well, we should have chose this guy over that guy. Well, and then another texter says, maybe Jim can challenge bonus on his assessments of Perfetti with the same vigor that he does all the listeners that give their opinions on his play. Have all your opinions you want. He's your sixth leading goal scorer on this team, and he hasn't scored a goal in over 16 games. He's got 14 goals this year. Only one Jet has 20 or more. Like, if you haven't scored in 15 games and you have 30 points and 14 goals and sit six on this team, and the only reason he's six and not in the top five is because they made a trade for Sean Monaghan. So the idea that this is over and it's not going to work and Cole Perfetti this and that, I'll challenge anybody who says get rid of Cole Perfetti. Cole Perfetti is not a boss. <laughs> Cole Perfetti has 30 points in 50-some games, and this is the longest season he's ever played. He's had injuries. And, and the thing and is- keep, And as Ken Weeb says, keep the receipts, people. In two years from now, let me know what you think of Cole Perfetti as a Winnipeg Jack because I promise you he'll be in the top six and he'll probably have 50 to 60 points in his back pocket. Yeah, I mean, he had 29 points before he went through this drought where he's only picked up an assist since. But at that point, uh, in the first 40 games of the season that he played, he had 14 goals, 15 assists, and 29 points. And everybody, I know plus-minus is plus-minus, but he was a plus-15, right? And Now he's a plus-10 struggling. So he's been on for five against in 15, 16 games. He hasn't – he's got one assist, I think, in the last 10. Yeah. Well, and he's – but, yeah. I mean – like my point to this is, is he he was almost a point of game player. 
he's played 56 games, pardon me, 56 games, and he's got 30 points, but he's only had one point in the last more than a dozen. So he was on a point-per-game player pace, and you're telling me that it's over? I'm not – I'm sorry, Texter. I'm not – have your Cole Perfetti take. You can trade him if you want. You can put him on the moose if you want. They need him. Is he – Is he obviously, as Bonus said, we're trying to keep him in the lineup. Is he lineup worthy right now? Maybe not, but he's – He's nothing you get rid of. No. like, And the thing is, too, Jim, when I look at this and I'm, I'm following, this is a guy that they wanted to put on the set. He was it came out of training camp at second line on the center, on second at the second He's center of this team. Center. That's right. And the team, despite all that what you just said, him having a one assist in so many games here, I mean, since he scored those three points against the Columbus Blue Jackets, he's been held to one assist. That happened on January 9th. That's closing it on two months ago. And the team has kept him up in the top six because of how much they believe in him. So nobody's abandoning everybody. Nobody's dropping everybody. He is. He's played right, 125 games in the National Hockey League. He's 22. He just turned 22 in January. He's, I think he's a January 1st baby. 22 you know, years old. He, his final year of his ELC. In the Moose, he was 26 points as a rookie in 32 games. Uh, the next year he was 15, 15 points in uh, 17 games. Uh, this isn't, this is a scorer. This is a, like, this is a high end skilled player. He had 111 points in 61 junior games. The year prior, he had 74 points in 63. He's got 30 points in 56 games. And I want to emphasize this again. It's not, he was putting up a point every fourth game to get to 30. Mm-hmm. He hasn't scored a goal in 14 or 15 games, and he's got 30 points. Yeah. He was on a price for point-per-game player. That's why this is such a dramatic drop-off. That's why I think he's struggling. The idea that he's been injured, this is the longest he's played into a season as of Sunday, but they need to get him going, and he needs to get himself going. I'm not trying to alleviate any of the pressure that's or, or any of the noise that's around him. He needs to figure it out and get himself going. But that's why I was saying last week that it's February. Hockey's tougher. You got to figure it out. Yeah, this texture says uh, Perfetti needs moose time. Well, I think that there's still some levers that need to be pulled here. I don't think he's heading to the moose uh, in the you know over the next little bit here. I think if he doesn't get his game up, I think he might be healthy scratch. David Gustafson back rejoining the team for his conditioning. I wouldn't send him to the moose at all. With I, his conditioning, I, what does that do to him? I would, I would sit him down. I would give make him a healthy scratch and yeah. do the whole. And and I I've never known a player to go into the press box for a game and not come back better. Yeah, different perspective, some pressure off. But um, here, uh, oh, here you go, Jim. Who is in goal tonight? Well, I'll let uh, I'll let Rick Bonus say it. He's, he'll say better than me. He's played very well, so he deserves to go back in there. And he's going to get – it's an important game tonight. He's played a couple of important games this year. I mean, he and he deserves it with his play. And, again, what's coming up, we've got 16 games in March. And those back-to-back. So uh, we said right from the training camp that we're going to try to reduce the workload on Bucky, and, and we're, tr- we're doing that. LB's been playing very, very well, and there's absolutely no reason that he shouldn't play in these games. Laurent Brassois. In the home net uh, at uh, at the morning skate here. All right. It looks like he's going to be getting the start against the Blues. Of course, the Stars huge game coming up in Dallas on Thursday. That's going to be Hellebuck and Ned. You can take that one to the bank. I think that's unless, barring some unforeseen inf- incident, knock on wood, he's 100% going to be in the net for that one. Um, might see Laurent Brassois 
more more often, though, here is the Winnipeg Jets are going to look to sort of control uh, his workload, and why not? Brassois has been pretty dynamic, hundred percent. So I'm glad to see uh, LB getting back uh, into into the lineup. This texture says, "Big Spence, Jim, you'll like this." Big Spence says, "How come we don't trade LB? He's an unrestricted free agent. We should be able to get something for him or put him into a package." You trading uh, Lebrun oh, Brassois wow. right now? Brendan Dillon's the UFA free too. For, Should you get rid of the Brendan Dillon? <laughs> Sorry, it, Big is, Spence, but you're is not. Is it free for all Friday? It's arguably the two best tandem in the National Hockey League. And heaven forbid, knock on wood, do whatever things you do, throw salt over your shoulder. If Connor Hellebuck gets hurt and you've traded Boursois, where are you? You're, you're, yeah. You're six it, feet it, it from the It brings up edge. a great note. Look, uh, David Pagnata of the fourth period.com is going to join me to talk about Batman being here, but how the rest of the league is looking at what Winnipeg's yeah. talking about with the tickets. But I'm also going to ask what they're looking at. And, and they're not looking at trading anybody off this roster. I think they're looking at adding some. And, and I mean that in the, in the fashion of even if they were to, like if they make a minor move, it might be a bottom six winger that goes out to bring in a top six winger to add the depth. But I think generally they're looking at just adding some some pieces and stuff. But I'll ask David Pegnata about that as well. But uh, Carl text the show, 204-780-6868. Uh, guys, Perfetti on the fourth line is no surprise to me. I've stated this a number of times over the last few weeks. In the offseason, he needs to work on strength and his skating skills. Take Adam Lowry, for example, in terms of skating. He was never, ever as fast in his early career than he is now. He worked on his skating. Same as Shifes. He worked on his strength in the offseason in his early career. Perfetti needs to work big time in the offseason to improve his skating and strength. Is this is this an issue with Perfetti of not preparing himself well enough in the offseason, Jim? Or no, this is just a every, spiraling 22-year-old who is struggling and low on confidence, um, and as the game ramps up, he's having trouble keeping up with it. Is That, to me, what I said in the second, the latter, that sounds a lot more uh, with what's going on here. Does he need is, – is he still filling out? Yeah, I still think he is and needs to. But I think it's more to do with the time of year and his level of confidence right now. Name me a player on this roster, and I'll give you a 20-game span where they've not done much or struggled. Any player on this roster in their career, not just their rookie year, has had a lull for 15 to 20 games. I promise you that. Mm. So I just <laughs> – um, I, I don't really understand the fever around this. Like to me, it's just natural. He's not playing well. He's being moved down. He's young and he's never been this deep into the season. He's got to learn, you know, what to do and to move his feet and do all that. And now it's probably weighing on him so much that he's trying too hard. He's overthinking. Yeah, I that's would what think I see. too. That's what I see. But I don't know how putting him on the moose does anything for him. I don't mind if this doesn't go well tonight or, or maybe in Dallas that he gets a healthy scratch. Cause you get that perspective from up top and see the intricacies. But I, I just, um, this is a, the normal thing that every player goes through. Yeah. 204-780-6868, 204-780-6868. We'll go to break, Jim, but I'll ask you this question. Does this, hey, trade deadline's a week and a half away. Are you looking at a top six winger now if you're the Winnipeg Jets? I don't know. I would. I, th- I, I think would, you're I think I think you're, you you're, work, you're working I think the you might. Yeah, I think you are. I think you are. I, I agree with that. I think you are. And probably a rental. Yep. Probably a rental. Uh, I, everybody's going to say Tarasenko, but if the price is too much for that, go get a top six or top nine winger that could augment this lineup in case Perfetti doesn't figure it out. We got jet tickets to give away to the game tonight. Pre-game at five, puck drop at seven right here jets on 680. Jets changing CGOB. lives. That's right, changing lives. Improving here. lives, I should go say. Go and see the Jets take on the Blues tonight at Canada Life Center. 
playing a little bit of Total Recall, taking a page out of the Hal Anderson playbook here. Um, how many years ago was the Pete Weber Classic? Who do you think you are? I am. How many years ago did that happen on this date? If you have that answer, call now. 204-780-6868. 204-780-6868. We'll send you the Jets game. We'll be right back with the answer and the winner. Jets at noon on 680-CJOB. In from the north gusting to 70, backing off to 30 kilometers an hour later. Uh, just I don't know why that throws me off. The, the wind is going to be backing off. I don't know why. <laughs> just uh, back off, man. That was that was toth like. I don't know why that made me laugh. Was that so was toth like when he's trying to type, read the sponsor, send a phone number that he forgot to write down to the producer. <laughs> is that normal? Oh no, it's not normal at all. It's very rare that that, that happens. That never happens. I never. don't think so. What do you think of the game tonight? Um, well, it, it's going to be tough. I think I think this is going to be a tough game. Uh, it's definitely not one you look over. Um, I, I don't even think you even think about the Dallas Stars until uh, tomorrow morning um, because I think you've you got to take care of business against St. Louis. Um, Central Division's tough. I know the Jets have had a real good record, 15-3-1 against Central Division opponents. Um, but St. Louis has been a team, and I know they've beaten them twice so far this year, uh, 4-2 back in October and then 5-2 um, in November, but that's such a long time ago against the St. Louis Blues, and these teams usually uh, come together and have a pretty dang good matchup, so uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, and they, they can't play the way that they did in the back half of the, against the Arizona Counties, or they won't win this game. So I think they're due for a breakout. And I know that's weird. They're six and one, but the way they're playing and stuff, they're just not doing the. It's February, early March blues. You look around the league, it's like that. There's a big one on Thursday with Dallas. They're definitely not looking at that yet. But the Dallas game to me is like the Vancouver game two weeks ago, right? Like mm-hmm. here, there's yeah. a during the whole pregame, Edmonds and Mitchell Clinton were like, you know, we we're in the room today in Vancouver, and there was a different sort of aura, buzz. It was all business all the time. I wonder if they break out a little bit tonight. I wonder if this is the game where they get their five on five game back. And yeah, and I just, for whatever reason, I don't want them to get suspended at all again, but I would love for Brendan Dillon to come over the boards and just run right through Jordan Bennington. Yeah. You're a big fan of Bennington. Yeah. I, I love Bennington and his antics. Even his former coach, Craig Berube said that's got to stop, but <laughs> Hey, we gave away some Jets tickets to the game tonight. Play the puck like a defenseman cam. Well, yeah. get hit like a defenseman. Jeffrey Forche, who Keep won the tickets? Keep your elbows down, Jordan. I should have asked him how to pronounce his last name because I we'll don't just know call, how. We'll just say the but first we'll name. Say, well, we're going to call him Ian D. Ian D, congratulations. E&D. You're going to the game. Five o'clock pregame show, puck drop at seven. Gary Bettman will be joining Kelly Moore live during the second intermission as we continue to cover Gary Bettman's visit to Winnipeg throughout the rest and of the day we'll here on 680 CJOB. In the first part of uh, Jim Toll's show as well. And Ian, enjoy that. Cam bought those tickets for you personally. Hey, so. hey, hey. I didn't want anyone to oh, know you that. Didn't, oh, no, no. Well, you're a good guy. Anonymous, gotta, man. Yeah. Anonymous. Anonymous donor gave us those tickets. And Jim, Jim Toll took you all the way Cam, I guess. until 3 o'clock. Thank you very much, Sheriff Fortune Producer. So that's it for me. Back same time tomorrow. See ya. Chats at noon on 680 CJOB.